welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast. I am Marta Brummel, and by trade and training, I am a certified life coach with a psychology degree from the University of Notre Dame and a master's in clinical social work from the University of Michigan. I'm the mother of four children. I'm married to Craig Brummel, my favorite human, and I am the CEO of a private life coaching practice for young adults and parents. So the whole idea behind this podcast and these conversations is to learn how to navigate this human journey from the inside out by building a life skill set that allows each one of us to engage with this grand life adventure from a place of health, wellness, and confidence, and to create something beautiful by weaving in meaning and purpose along the way. I'm so glad you're here. Well, hello, dear people. Welcome to episode 61, Being Held and Being Free. So this episode is one that I have had percolating for a little while, and I really think it's the essence of parenting and raising our sweet young people in a way that allows them to really step into themselves and to know that they belong, while also being their own unique, authentic, marvelous, messy, beautiful selves. And so it is something I have been really working on, even in my own parenting with my four sweet offspring. And uh, I know that for many of my clients, it's also a dance that they are in the process of, uh, of doing as well. And so... I'm coming off of a really wonderful and blessed weekend with our youngest, Mora. It was Parents Weekend at Culver Academies, and so it was just this jam-packed, you know, few days of classes and meetings and dance performances and gatherings with other Culver families, and really just best of all, it was precious time with Mo. But what was not probably at all surprising is that, you know, being with all these young people and parents in one place and being in conversation with all these good people, there were many opportunities to, to really have some insight and some, some deeper exchanges about this very thing. And I think all of us as parents really desire for our young people to be to be well, right? To be happy, to be successful, to to be whole people. But how we go about doing that, of course, is something that I think all of us operate from very often our our, our own conditioning, our own upbringings or our you know, parts of us that maybe were not raised in the way that we would have wanted. And so we, of course, are loving and raising our children in the way that I think we felt we wish we had you know, been given. And so it's this interesting kind of um, back and forth of having enough consciousness, enough awareness around not passing our stuff, our desires, our baggage, right? Our our beliefs of what our children, who our children, how our children should be, but to find that 
that middle place of how do we how do we love them and hold them and also let them be free in the process and not have this tension for them which is and it's so often unspoken of course but it's it's you know this tension of can i be me and who is me right and how do i go about doing this in a way where i know i'm safe i know i'm held i know i'm loved i know i belong to the family from which i come and also into you know as i go into this world how do i do that and be authentically and you know beautifully me and as parents i believe every one of us really desires for that with our children because i think one of our core human needs is to be held and to be free i think every one of us desires that to be loved and to be free who doesn't want that right but how do we do that especially in the in a world that I think we're often operating from a lot of fear and we're operating from what we think we should be doing and what the outside world is telling us needs to happen. And I I was just amazed as well. I was telling my husband this last night that you know, being with parents who are in general, I mean, it was across the board parents who appear to have it all together, right? The the appearances, you know, everyone looks like a million bucks, right? And then along with that, everyone is, you know, putting their best foot and their best faces forward because this is a weekend where, you know, you're you're coming in and you're enjoying meeting and and reconnecting with all these good people and families and friends. But there's there's so much of a facade as well. And I I just found myself as a, as a woman and as a mom kind of stepping back and just, you know, taking this, drinking it all in and just realizing what are we conveying to our children? What are we modeling to our children? Because if we really do desire for them to, to be held and to be free, I think there are so many things that we are modeling for them that are not necessarily along the lines of being held and free, but they're more about being bound, being bound to our expectations, and I think less to their own knowings. So this is, this is hard. I mean, this parenting journey is, it just kicks our asses. I, I just have to put that out there. I think for all of us, we're constantly trying to do the best we can with what we know. And I don't think there is anyone listening to this who doesn't love their child, their children so very deeply. I think though that we often are operating from more control and fear. Those two things I think tend to step in for us when we are considering the the options right and how how do we do this thing knowing we or we believe we as parents are here to protect and to provide for our children and so how do we do that without controlling them right how do we do that without directing them and you know um 
How do we do that where we are not having them follow in our footsteps or in the footsteps that we believe is necessary and acceptable as much as having them blaze their own trail, right? And then really having the awareness around that healthy tension of the fear of letting go and then letting them be free, right? Because the fear is that we either lose them or, or we lose ourselves. It's a bit of a conundrum, right? And I think that there is an alternative. There is an and. It's not an either or. And it really is about how can we take hold and let go? How do we offer the freedom to our young, evolving, becoming young people to learn how to trust themselves by our trusting them and their choices and their decisions? How do we have the courage to let them be free, right? And how can we love our people in a way that makes them feel both held and free so that they don't have to choose? How can we have both? Honor their need for connection and relationship, but also their need for individuality. And in families, what is the greatest need and desire to belong, right? How can we help our children know they belong always and forever, and they can live their authentic lives, whatever those might be. So to raise these young people to not be more like us, but to allow them to be more like themselves, to step into themselves. And I love the thought they they get to show us who they are, not the other way around. So let's figure out how we can help them not be bound to our expectations, but more to, to their own knowing. You know, I recently read a quote about rebellion because it said something along the lines of rebellion is as much of a cage as obedience is. They both mean living in reaction to someone else's way instead of forging your own. And freedom Freedom is not being for or against an ideal, but creating your own existence from scratch. You know, it's fascinating as a mom and raising my four, Craig and I are are always, you know, checking in with each other and saying, all right, where... Where are we overstepping? Where are we not stepping enough? <laughs> where are we pushing? Where can we, you know, where can we hold back? Where are we helping them amplify their light? And where are we maybe dimming it, right? It is a constant dance. And I am so very grateful to have Craig walking this, this journey, this parenting journey with me because... I, there are times where I need to be held accountable in a way that maybe I just was unaware. And also I can share with him some of my fears, some of my desires for our kids, yet not passing those to the kids, right? Because ultimately, do I really know what is best for them or do they know? And how do they know and how are they ever going to know? But they've got to 
they've got to dig in and figure that out for themselves. And the less I direct that, I think the more they're able to really come into that and know that and then have ownership and responsibility and not be in reaction to us, but to be fully in ownership of their lives and what they're choosing to do and the decisions they're making and creating a life that they love. And along with that, not being afraid to fail, not being afraid to misstep, not being afraid to not reach their goals, right? But to have the goals, to go for those goals, to set the bar high for themselves, but to do so in a way that's saying, hey, none of this has to do with my worthiness or my belonging. Everything has to do with me becoming and growing into me. And I know always and forever that I am always held and I am always free. And that love, I think, frees us to really, truly shine our lights and to step into our full, whole selves and the potential of what we all, I think, have the gift of becoming, but only when and if we're willing to really step into that knowing, are we able to live our lives from that place of freedom? And so I was thinking about it this morning, my parents, so I'm the youngest of five, and my parents were renowned for having these quotes and sayings on our walls in our home. So in our family room, for instance, and this was their idea of, of, uh, expensive art. Um, they had a, a quote from Khalil Gibran, who is this Lebanese American poet and philosopher, uh, amongst I'm sure many other things. And his words were on children and those hung on the wall for us to ingest, you know, morning and night. And as the youngest, I had my position at the table where I faced the window and above the windows at our kitchen table was this saying. And so I I almost think that I I was probably one the one who who drank those words in more than anyone else because that's what I was looking at every day. <laughs> And maybe I, well, I can genuinely say at the time, it didn't really make a lot of sense to me, uh, but now I believe it to be really the philosophy from which I operate as a mom. And so I want to share those words with you guys because I think they beautifully encapsulates what we're talking about today. And this conversation, I feel very confident we're going to continue to have over time. Um, but I think that this, these words, Khalil's words, will just set the stage and the tone going forward. So here we go. Your children are not your children. They are the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. They come through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, yet they belong not to you. You may give them your love, but not your thoughts, for they have their own thoughts. You may house their bodies, but not their souls, 
for their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow, which you cannot visit, not even in your dreams. You may strive to be like them, but seek not to make them like you. For life goes not backward, nor tarries with yesterday. You are the bows from which your children as living arrows are sent forth. The archer sees the mark upon the path of the infinite, and he bends you with his might that his arrows may go swift and far. Let your bending in the archer's hand be for gladness. For even as he loves the arrow that flies, so he loves also the bow that is stable. I think what sticks with me most based on this conversation about being held and being free is really that visual of the arrow flying forward into a place that we cannot go and the freedom of that, right? But also the heldness of being the bow. So hold space for this, my friends, this visual, because I think it's what it means to really love our young people in the way that I think we all are capable of loving them, where they are both held and free, something we all desire at our very deepest. So let's offer that both to our children and to ourselves, okay? And take hold and let go. And I will see you guys here next week. Big love. Take care. If you're enjoying this podcast, I would love for you to join us in How to Human. This is where I will teach you all the tools I know around softening anxiety, fear, numbing, avoidance, parenting, adulting, and just overall humaning. You will get live one-to-one coaching with me and along with that have access to others being coached and then have a treasure trove of videos and recordings that you can view at your convenience. And probably best of all, you will be part of a fabulous community. I hope to see you on the inside. Having a life coach can sweeten the often messy and hard and awesome journey of being human. Do you have a life coach? And if not, I would be so privileged to be your coach. I have a private coaching practice for individuals and families where we work on getting to the heart of your struggles and paving a path forward that helps you create a life that you truly love. When you're prepared to take what you're learning on this podcast and implement the tools and techniques so that you experience profound and lasting results, then contact me at martabrummel.com and we can hit the ground running. I truly cannot wait to work with you.